Africa has a femicide rate five times higher than the global rate. So to deal with the scourge, President Sol Ramaphosa has launched a private sector-led gender-based violence and a femicide response fund. When politicians, journalists, activists and big corporations all agree on something, then it's time for you to be very sceptical about whatever it is that they're agreeing on. And such is the case with this femicide rate of South Africa being five times the global average, a statistic that's been bandied about for three years now, with nary an ounce of pushback. And the fact is that that statistic is fake news, and it's fake news according to the very report that these guys have all gotten the stat from. And it's fake news for two reasons. And these are reasons you can quickly go and double-check yourself if you so need, right? The first reason is <laughs> that's why they're blatantly lying. Because the word femicide it does not mean what media and activists in this country want it to mean. It's a scarier sounding word than what they actually want to talk about. So they're using it instead. What they're talking about is the murder of woman. And while I'm not going to deny for a second that the murder of woman is horrible, the murder of anyone is horrible. And the word femicide is simply being used to make this particular issue seem like something grander than it is. I'm not saying it's not a horrible issue. But again, and this brings me to my second point, the second reason that this is fake news, and that's not because they're lying, it's because they're misleading. So they tell you that um, South African women are murdered at five times the global rate, which is true, to be fair to them. And that truth is likely what they would rest on if you accused them directly of, of being responsible for fake news. But what's fake news about it? is what they don't tell you, the context that they don't give you. So yes, South African women are unfortunately murdered at five times the global rate, but South African people, our murder rate is six times the global rate. And depending on where you look, South African men are murdered at three to five times the rate of South African women. South Africa has a problem with murder and violence and crime in general. And to be fair, women are murdered at a lower rate than one would expect when one looks at our stats compared to the global average. Think about it. The murder rate of South Africans in general is six times the global rate, and the murder rate of South African women is five times the global rate. Women are actually getting, I mean, relatively speaking, women are getting the better deal there. So these signs, these placards saying, please stop murdering us, please stop killing us, my gender shouldn't make me a victim, there's a bit of context that they're lacking. And you don't actually have to take it from me. Here's, the, uh, here's, a, here's a, an excerpt from the conclusion of the study that all of these guys cite whenever they bring up that femicide statistic. All right, so according to the report, evidence provided in this report shows that the problem is the level of crime in the country rather than crime against women. In many crimes, including murder, men have been more victimized than women. If crime levels decline, then crime against women will also decline. This conclusion does not suggest that there is no need for targeted interventions against crimes that victimize women. However, femicide is a term that is often misused by activists and the media. The killing of females simply because they are females is a rare phenomenon in South Africa. Okay, so that's according to the report itself. That's the stuff that they don't tell you on ENCA. You know, the stuff that actually adds context to the information that they're trying to give you, the context that makes the information make sense so that you can approach it intelligently, so that you can make an informed decision about the information you've been given. But the media in this country apparently doesn't want to do that. 
there's the SABC begging for yet another bailout that, at least for me, undermines any confidence in their ability to be independent. Here we have ENCA, just a parroting narratives that they don't understand and taking no time to dig into their sources. And I would understand if you were apprehensive about my apprehension on this. I mean, after all, what's the worst that can happen if all we're doing is trying to protect women from murder? That seems like a pretty benign uh, mistake to make hardly the stuff of global conspiracy. And I'm not claiming a global conspiracy. I try to avoid doing that. Most of the time, I don't think people are competent enough for these global conspiracies. Usually, I just assume that people are taking actions without enough thought or consideration given to the consequences. That tends to be the case in my experience with people. Most people aren't evil. A lot of us are stupid. And the two can look very similar in hindsight. No, what bothers me about this is is it's a distraction. Right. It's not just a distraction. It's It's a potentially damaging distraction because you're turning half of the country into villains, right? Think back to Men Are Trash and that whole campaign. First of all, what positives came out of that? What, don't, don't give me, don't give me, oh, well, it raised awareness. South Africa was plenty aware that we, that we have a lot of violent crime. We were also plenty aware that we have a rape problem. Manufacturing a non-existent problem and just lumping it into the pile of problems that we already have and that we're already aware we have doesn't seem like a particularly helpful thing to do. We don't specifically have a femicide. We don't have, in as far as we know, we don't have a femicide problem at all. And even when it comes to the murder of women, we don't have a particular problem there. The problem is the murder rate as a whole. Women just happen to also be people. I don't know if you've noticed. And so they fall within that category. But if you protect everybody, you protect women as a part of that everybody. But that's not really what it's about. It's not about protecting anybody other than the people that whose job it is to protect us, right? When you make the discussion about gender-based violence, you make it about the men that are killing women rather than the state that is preventing anyone from killing anybody else, the state that is so incompetent and weak it cannot enforce its own laws. It can't raise its own people out of the gutter that many of them were born into. And so rather than looking to the failures of a state that's unable to maintain a country that's fit for human habitation, we turn our eyes on one another. You label it femicide and what happens, men are the enemy. Not the state, not its inability to enforce its laws, not its inability to police its streets, not its inability to protect its, its most vulnerable people. No, we turn our attention to men. very succinctly in this national strategic plan, we know what are those drivers. They, 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 um, the patriarchy itself and masculinity and male privilege is one of the many drivers of this violence. And we need to really go deeper into removing that, that inequality, removing the power dynamics and dealing with patriarchy and, and turn it upside down so that we can have a, 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 a society that believes in equity and equality in, 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 in earnest and not just make mm. statements uh, because yeah. it, it's fun to do so. You see, those are the words that worry me right there. Male power, male privilege, the patriarchy. Now, this woman might not be directly on the government's payroll, officially speaking at any rate, but those are the words of a state that wants you to blame yourselves, right? Our last government warned us about the Svart Gefahr, the black danger. And this one walks, warns us about white supremacy, 
and the evils of the patriarchy. Because it doesn't want you to look at what it's doing wrong, it wants you to look at what your fellow citizens might be doing, how they might be benefiting where you're not. Hell, this woman's heart might be in the right place. Maybe she really believes in the cause, but the words that she's using, the language she's using, the message that she is spreading, all of it is dangerous. All of it is divisive. All of it is misleading. We have people in this country who can't even feed themselves, who can't feed their children. If a government cannot provide an environment in which people can sustain themselves, sustain a family and have dreams for the future, if, if the state can only provide an environment that sustains its current level of misery, in which people can only aspire one day at a time, where no one can save anything, no one can hope for anything, no one can dream of anything better, then you're going to have a lot of frustrated people. And that's going to result in a lot of crime. Because while a lot of people might be able to resist the corruption of an environment that seems designed to turn humans into animals, others will become those animals. And the fewer full families you have, the fewer whole homes you have, the more people you're going to have falling to that corruption, that hatred, that fear. South Africa has never had a government that particularly treated people like people. What we're seeing is the results. You can't blame that on the patriarchy. You can't blame it on male power. What power do these men have most of the time? The only power they have is the power they were born with, the power of muscle and blood and bone, and that's why you see them using exactly that. Because these men, often enough, were robbed before they were even born of all of the trappings of civilization, all of the comforts, the hopes, the dreams, all of the, the, the things that make civilization civil. And I'm not trying to make excuses for criminals here before you accuse me of that. If someone has raped and murdered a woman, in my opinion, he should be executed. I am in favor of the death penalty. But what I'm trying to highlight here is that the problem with South African men begins long before they're men. And you don't fix it by calling men trash. Let's consider this young man for a moment. Mwandi Zito. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. If I'm not, I don't mean any offense. Last year, this young man, five years old, was murdered by a neighbor, a woman who apparently sacrificed him in some sort of witchcraft ritual. She was caught and then released almost immediately because apparently the police did not have enough evidence to hold her. And she was arrested again two months later, having killed two more children. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've got the farm murders, of course. Children growing up in houses where they know that they could be butchered, tortured, raped, forced to watch their families butchered, tortured, raped. And the question for me is what sort of mindset do you think that these circumstances breed into children? What sort of people are we more likely to get when our children grow up in these environments, when our children grow up not knowing if they're going to be next, if their families are going to be next? And this is just talking the murder rate, not all the implications that stem from a high murder rate. And also when you break down the, the stats of child murders, a frightening, frightening number of them are committed by daycare staff or at home by parents. Since a majority of children in this country are raised in single mother households, the implication is that there are a god-awful number of women murdering children. I'm not saying that women are evil. Please don't take this to mean that. What I'm pointing out is that neither group of people is inherently evil, men nor women. But South Africa today is not an, envi an environment that encourages the best people. And our government is not one that encourages aspirations or dreams or hopes of a better tomorrow. They do with their words, but they don't with the way that they treat the country. 
You're not going to save women without saving men. You're not going to save men without saving women. You're not going to save anyone without saving the children, and you're not going to give the children anything to aspire to if the country doesn't have a future. And what we're seeing with the, the, the uptick in murders in South Africa, okay, aside from just a response to the lockdown, what we're seeing are the results of hopelessness. And all the fluffy, feel-good PR campaigns in the world are not going to do anything to assuage that feeling of hopelessness. South Africans are tired of believing in shit that is never coming. The incompetence of the state compounded by the brutality of the one that came before it has given South Africans a bit of a cynical outlook. And I don't think that all the selfish, short-sighted, pointless PR campaigns in the world are going to change that. South Africa needs tangible change. And this whole men are trash, destroy the patriarchy bullshit is very little more than a PR campaign of distraction. Running interference for government incompetence in an issue that should be government's responsibility and giving a couple of big brands brownie points in the eyes of people who think this means anything. It's a divisive and distracting waste of money and time that is more likely to exacerbate the issue that it claims to want to fix. And our journalists, if you can even bloody call them that at this point, should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed for not delving deeper into the, into the source material that they were reporting on. Literally, that report's entire purpose was to highlight the impact of crime and violence on women in this country. And the conclusion that it came to, largely, was that there isn't a particularly disproportionate impact on women with regards to crime and violence. In fact, men are disproportionately impacted in a number of, of categories. Women are more vulnerable, obviously, to sexual offences, and that is something we need to worry about. And then they're also more vulnerable to certain rural-specific crimes. So, for instance, they're more vulnerable to having their livestock stolen for some reason. And on that, that one, the funny thing is, is, is that if governments tackled something like farm murders with a little bit more competence, then women in rural areas would also be safer because in order to tackle farm murders, you would have to improve security in rural areas. It would solve both issues or would positively impact both issues at the same time. And why don't we do things like that? Because we don't look at issues as holistic. We divide them by the category of people that they affect. So we talk about uh, femicide. We talk about farm murders. We talk about black and we talk about white. We talk about man and we talk about woman. And what we should be bloody well talking about is South Africans, okay? It doesn't matter if more South African women are killed than other women. It matters that more South Africans are killed. That they happen to be women or that they happen to be black or that they happen to be white it shouldn't be the issue. What should be the issue is the brutality and the fact that it bloody happened in the first place. And that's why these people piss me off. That's why these journalists piss me off. That's why these big corporations that jump onto the latest social justice bandwagon piss me off. Because all they do is divide us. They force us to see ourselves as, as different and to seek different justice based on those differences. It's terrible. On that note, though, I would like to encourage you to uh, donate to your nearest shelter, whether it's for beaten women, for the homeless, for victims of crime in general, for animals. Find your nearest do-gooders and just donate, whether it's money or time. And then on a less altruistic note, please like this video, subscribe to my channel and comment. And then I will see you next time around. Cheers.